Due to the ignorance of our host, parental discretion is advised. We're rolling. <laughs> Welcome to the Beehive. Welcome. Welcome. I'll be honest Thank with you. you one it. of us has a raging boner, and the other one is me. Let's <laughs> take a guess. Right? <laughs> All right. Okay then. He has been trying to get you guys forever. We've been talking about it. He's like, "Yeah, man, we should we should ask those guys, but we're afraid you guys will beat the shit out of us." But no, uh, Zach's, oh, Zach's the fighter out of us. He's the one you. that looks like the fighter, though, right? <laughs> hey, I was listening to your episode today, and you almost forgot you were coming today. I did, <laughs> dude. You gotta understand. You gotta understand. Okay, yeah. I'm like, we we got a we got a lot going on with you. When when you get this close to a fight, yeah, oh, I bet. I I don't. I forget no, a lot no, of things. Not at all, dude. I'm actually surprised that you're even here. Things, I was like, oh man, is you sure he wants to come? Oh sure. <laughs> I was like, sure. we're gonna break his focus. A little carb depleted. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so we have. Go ahead, dude. Damage plan podcast. Mm-hmm. Got Jason, yep. Zach. Hey. I guess we get Jason Laporte, yeah. Zach Partridge, right? Yep. Yep. Um, hundred and what? Hundred and eighty-six episodes. Yeah, we're about one hundred eighty-six deep. Yeah. How oh, long really? have you guys been doing it? Year and a half now. Started like February yeah. of last year, like right before COVID. Oh well, how? So you do how many a week do you do? At least two. Oh, okay. Yeah, at least two, and then when we have like the fights that are coming up, like on July thirty first, we'll try to have all the guys that are that are scheduled to fight. We try all to right. get all the local guys an opportunity to come on the podcast. So uh-huh. a lot of them will do those. They call we call them the Fighter Spotlight podcast, yeah. and they'll just be 10, 15 minutes. Just hey, you know, how's your training? What do you know right. about your opponent? Yeah, how are you gonna win? Like yeah. we're gonna do Zach's probably either oh, Friday cool. or Monday. He yeah. he's gonna do his own Fighter Spotlight. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> no, one of the biggest things uh, that I love about your guys' podcast is just that right there. You you give a voice to all the local fighters, which nobody else does that, right? That's what we started it for. I mean, originally, you know, COVID shut everything down, but we started it to be like, one, we should do an MMA podcast, but two, it's like, what can we do that nobody else is doing? And that was, you know, giving a voice to the amateur guys, the O&O debuters that nobody knows, nobody right. cares about. I mean, yeah. you go to the show, you watch them, but, like, that's the first you hear about them. It's fun for their – one, it's fun for them. Two, it's fun for their friends and family. But then the guys that are, you know, that want to make a career out of this, it's good practice for them. Because right. when they get to the big stage, like, if the guys that do make it to the big stage, turn they're, that off. they're not they're – not, doing the interview thing and, and the podcasts and, and the media stuff for the first time when they first get to the big stage, like hopefully they've been on our podcast a few times by then and kind of ride with some of those guys on on their way up. And and by the time they, you know, hopefully an ESPN or a, you know, whatever big, bigger shows are calling to them, they're comfortable and they're, they're ready for that. Mm -hmm. Where do you guys record from? Home. We just really? do them over StreamYard, kind of like Zoom. It's like Zoom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we, like, like we were talking about before we went live, 
we started at the Salt Lake Community College. They mm-hmm. have it, their own little podcast room set up there. Um, you just schedule it. And we were doing it there, but it's kind of a pain in the butt for him to drive down from Layton once or twice a week. Oh, shit, you're from Layton. I'm then. in Kaysville. He's down in Sandy. So it's like, it's oh, like wow. yeah. So then once COVID hit and they, they didn't allow us to do it anymore, we're like, okay, the Zoom it is. This perfect time. Huh? gives us opportunity to get guys from out of state. You know, right. people, you know, fighters from out of state, obviously our focus, our main focus is our, our Utah guys. Like they always take precedence over anybody else. If you there's got a fight coming up and you're from Utah, you're, you're first on the we'll list. There's, the there's a lot of good fighters from Wyoming, yeah. you know, places like that. Oh, yeah. that uh, you know, that that's pretty cool that you can just get on Zoom and just yep. do a podcast wherever. Yeah. That's the beauty part about podcasts, right? We just interviewed a guy last week from Hawaii. Yeah, oh nice. shit! Called in from Hawaii. Nice. Yep. He's coming out to the Steelfish show. Yep. He's, he's, fight, he's fighting on uh, July thirty first. Fighting one of my teammates actually, but he's still in Hawaii and for his first amateur fight, and he's he's coming out here. So, but we had him on the show just like everybody else, and and that is the convenience of doing it, you know, over Streamyards. Isn't right. it crazy how many people you reach by just doing a podcast? Though? All crazy. of a sudden, it's like because we went to. I heard you guys mentioned uh, Eric Iman. Yeah, oh, and yeah. we went to his fight uh, at the is it the East Center? Yeah. The, yeah. Not the East Center. We the went Maverick Center. Center. Yeah. Maverick yeah. Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, fought for L. And he's he's part of his family in California came up to me. And said, oh, the Beehive! We were like, yeah. what? We were just like blown away. I was like, are you still? Oh, I listen to you guys. It's like, Jesus! It's like, I'm sorry. Had, yeah. had, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's basically some, what we did. It is crazy. He had, we had some random like a, a manager from Florida reach out to us, asked yeah. to start getting guys on our podcast. We had a guy from Ohio this week. He's, he's just like a random a guy, fitness just like, coach. Hey, man, I, I used to train all these guys back in the day and starts listing off all these guys. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, you know, yeah. I never heard of this guy. So I asked <laughs> one of the guys who happens to be coming on our podcast Friday. I'm like, hey, do you know this guy? Anyways, we, he was validated. And Did he ask just, you? He's all, what's your vehicle warranty situation right now? <laughs> that might have been coming. That might be coming. That might be coming. <laughs> I want to check my messages. That's so funny. Yo, how did you get into MMA? I've just kind of always been a fan through the years. Um, I've always watched UFC growing up. Uh, I did a little bit of training. Uh, this has been 20. I'm, I'm a little bit older. I'm 45. Yeah. About 20 years ago, I did a little bit of training. Always stayed in watching the UFC. Kind of got out of the local scene and then got back into it about five years ago. I, I ended up purchasing Damage Plan Athletics. Ran into him. We had a booth together. He had an insurance booth. I had my Damage Plan apparel booth and an insurance booth, huh? Yeah, I do home auto yeah. and life insurance. Oh, cool. There you go. Oh, well, there you go. That's <laughs> you want to hold us, huh? Very nice. So, so, but that's my story. I just, I'm just a fan. Like, yeah. he's the fighter, I'm the fan. Like, yeah. it's, that's kind of the unique dynamic, I think, of our podcast is you get the fighter perspective and then you get the non fighter. How about you, Zach? So, uh, a little over four years ago, I was, uh, I, f- I found the gym that I train at now. For my son, my oldest son, he's nine now. He was just about to turn five, and I just wanted to get him into something. We were watching fights. I had a buddy that kind of got me into um, the Conor McGregor rise, right? Yeah. And and he's like, you got to watch this guy. It's electric, and he was really fun. And I started getting into, you know, I'd, ca- I'd catch the free cards, right, when right. I could. And, uh, and, and then my son, and then we went, we signed him up. And then one of the pros there, uh, Rowdy Akers, been around for a long time. He's like, I'm fighting. You should come check this out. And I've been looking for something too that, so I was 270 pounds at the time, a little over four years ago, I was 270 pounds. And uh, I was like, you know, I try to do whatever, you know, P90X, play pickup basketball, try to like get in shape. But like when you're that that overweight and I was always a football, baseball, basketball guy, but I was just that overweight, a couple knee surgeries. And it's just like, I'd always hurt myself always. 
And then he invited me to come watch one of his fights. And we went to a still fist fight. And I was I was hooked. I signed up the next Monday and I'm like, I'll just do this to lose weight. It's gonna be this is gonna be good. I got down to about two thirty and feeling pretty good. And my coach is like, We'll get you down to two oh five, we'll get you a fight. I was like, Yeah, that'd be good, like bucket list thing to do. Right. First fight. I was freak, <laughs> I was freaking hooked, man. Yeah. The fact that you fight at 170. Now, this will be my first fight at 170, crazy. but I was fighting at 185. But I mean that I, 170 was kind of a goal because just from the standpoint of, like, just say, like, I'll, I'll have lost 100 pounds when I weigh in at 170 wow. or, or below. So, Congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you. It's That's it's, that's me. Yeah. Good pounds. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm close. Like, close. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean. When I get, when I'm wet, yeah. baby. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just, like, that. that's what, that's that's my thing. I mean, you talked to me five years ago, and. I, I would have said MMA's. Oh, it's like human cockfighting. It's I was yeah. so uneducated. And I, I hadn't I had knew nothing. I, I you know most people get into it. They wrestled, yeah. you know, did karate as a kid, whatever. And like I, said, I mean, I was football, baseball, basketball, mostly football. Like I eat, breathe, sleep football. And now it's like I still like football, but like I don't even watch college football really anymore because right. fights are on Saturdays. Fights, <laughs> you know. I, I like NFL. It's like I used to be like all into. It fantasy football and all that stuff now it's just like now we just put together a little parlay a little bet or something on a sunday and just <laughs> and, and 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 just watch the scores but like i'm 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 all over the fights the night before still like right. so Our it's wives yeah you oh, don't yeah. even you do i'm telling you i'm telling you podcasting and you're watching fights again like, yeah, every weekend if yeah. there's a pay-per-view on a saturday it's like my wife this ball saturday, game she's like aren't we going to a barbecue i'm like no, TJ Dillashaw and Corzenic. <laughs> right? We're watching the fights. We're watching like. the fights, baby. <laughs> my, mine's pretty cool about uh, about this, but she's she's more of a, did you really say that about us? And I'm like, yeah, it's the beehive. It's the beehive. <laughs> <laughs> my wife just texted me today about something that I said on our podcast yesterday. She didn't, she watched, listens to oh, a lot of she's us. She's chiming in. She'll oh, yeah, chime yeah, in. Right. Yeah. Like, so that's what she said. She's like, oh, you missed my comments yesterday. She's like, does it bug you when I really, I'm like, no, it doesn't bug me. Like, it's mm -hmm. fine. I appreciate that she watches. And if I talk about my wife, then his wife will be messaging her. Oh, yeah. Hey, they're talking about you on there. This guy's getting, man, we can't say anything. Can't get away with anything on here. Yep. A lot of people will say to me, uh, we have some friends in the, in the group, and um, uh, a, a guy that really helped us through the podcast world, uh, our buddy Dre, he, uh, you know, the last fight card, he says, Come on, uh, let's do a podcast. Let's talk about the fights, or whatever. And it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was like the first time, first time that I've got to sit down and do a podcast about MMA. And you know, they're like, "God, oh, man, you know so much about it." I'm like, "I don't know shit compared to those guys <laughs> yeah. on the Damage Plan podcast because I'll listen to their podcast and I will learn shit about MMA." News. So it, that's that's what I love about listening to you guys. You know it. You you breathe it, and, and you can feel it when you guys put out content. It's. Pretty much, our appreciate, appreciate yeah. that. Like we're yeah. usually researching it. We're, I mean, I don't know we're why junkies. we message each other the news because we're. I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw that, and he's sending it. I'm yeah. sending it vice versa. It's who can like, get to it first, right? Basically, yeah. I don't know how many me, my like my people are going to message me this, but I do. I have friends that will like send me a headline. And I'm like, I saw that two hours ago, bro. Bud. Yeah. <laughs> don't you don't think that I haven't seen this? Did you like, check in with me before they put I'm that like, out? Yeah, bro. Yeah, like. <laughs> So when are you fighting? July 31st. So what? Is that 11 days? Yeah. We're 11 days out. Wow. Uh, 
Not yet. Not yet. Dude, yeah. it's dang near sold out. You know, out, we brother. when we uh, we went to, um, we had Rob. Yeah. Rob Snow on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we yeah. went to the fights, and we had some tickets, and a couple of our friends didn't have tickets. Oh. So we went to the door, sold out. Yep. So thank God for scalpers, right? Yeah. But yeah, we paid double price for <laughs> really? it. But I was so impressed that a local show had sold out like that. Oh, dude, this because was sold out. I remember yeah. um, Ultimate Combat Days. Oh, yeah, back in right? the day. Back, yeah, way yeah. back in the day yep. that, I mean, there was 50 people in there at times. Really? It wasn't very big. Um, really? They did used That's to sell out so that Mavericks Center. That's so depressing. A few times. They, they Remember when they did match. it in the bar, they would do it at... Uh, across from Club 90, whatever. Yeah, yeah, be. whatever that um, is. That station Sandy or... Sandy Station. Yeah. Sandy yeah. Station. Yeah. Yeah. There were times where uh, there weren't very many people in there, and to see where we're at now is so great, so humbling. Yeah. I, we, uh, I, we were talking about... Uh, Brian and I were talking about this when... when uh, you know that... Uh, we're missing a guy, our producer. Oh, he had to yeah. take his kid to karate. Karate. So, uh, right. yeah, so. uh, I call... Cool. You know how his kid is Kingston? Yeah. We call him King. I said Karate King. There you and go. Now they adopted it. It's <laughs> my name. To start a podcast. I'm just kidding. But uh, you know that... that, uh, that um, club used to be a club on, on West, uh, West Temple. It's called Splash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... It used to be a club when there's like all the all the rooms will have like a different DJ. Yep, I remember that. So I remember he opened for, uh, he was the DJ for one of the fights, and that's the first time that I saw uh, uh, Herb Dean. Oh, and I was like, oh look at that guy, and he was like, who's that? I'm like, that guy's probably more famous. Than all the fighters are here. I have the most well, depressing no, Herb Dean story. <laughs> so I went to. Uh, do you remember when Pride came to Vegas? The last show they did, Pride 33, okay. uh, Henderson, yep. the yeah. Vanderlei. Yep. Uh, in fact, that's where I got the Nick Diaz nice. when he fucking uh, <laughs> Gogo plotted fucking Takanori Gomi uh, yeah. in his who's, prime. Who's, who's down the top, dude? Who's down the top? Oh, uh, me right there. <laughs> Pat Militich. Nice. <laughs> that was in the LFA fights. That was an oh, Eric's yeah. fight. Yeah. Um, so there was a group of people. I could see Herb Dean, and I says, "Oh, I got to get a picture with Herb Dean." Yeah. So I walk over there, get a picture with him, and yeah, cool guy. The next person that walks up to me, they say, "Who are you fighting?" Oh, I was heartbroken. <laughs> the, he's like, "I'm not a fighter. I'm a ref." Yeah. They're like, "Oh," and they just turned around, didn't get their Man, picture with did him. He just I was like, "Herb," this, and Herb then he walked was, away. Yeah, <laughs> I was, Herb was too. Two thing that sneaky secret. You know Herb fought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. He has four. He has four fights on his record. Oh wow. Yeah, he's two and two. He's a fucking. He's a badass. Man, That's huh? pretty badass. Yeah. Hell yeah. He's a black belt in jujitsu. He's a legit black belt in jujitsu. Like Herb's. He doesn't give himself. Yeah, he is the ref that night, but like. Jason's, not Jason's favorite reference. He's not my favorite reference. But yeah, and but, I was actually wondering about this. He's do, legit. Do all of the refs have like some sort of a. Uh, experience yeah. or so, all the good ones do yeah. so, right? well so you yeah. have to pass a class what about that and guy that her- was drunk <laughs> no, <laughs> no, what no, is it? no 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 cigarettes and whiskey dude yeah, uh, what did drunk. uh john attic had the best i was listening to florian and attic and he said um uh, what did he say? He's all no nonsense. Nonsense. Keith Peterson went in the back, took a five minute long burner, and went out and ref a fight. So. <laughs> it looks like he did too. Yeah. So no, no to be a ref or whatever, you, like uh, John McCarthy has a course. Herb Dean has a course. Like they're 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 out there, guys that are the guys in MMA, right? And you go take their their course. You pay and you go out there and, and take their course and get certified. Uh-huh. When you get certified. There's certain courses that are um, accepted by athletic commissions, 
and uh, you get certified through that that and then you then you work in your and then you can start working with that whatever state right. you live in and certain athletic commissions and 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 there's some basic courses that some athletic commissions are like you need more experience somewhere that'll right. take that the, those credentials but like Vegas right fight capital of the world you can't just take some online course and, and apply right. to be a ref with their athletic yeah. commission. You know what I mean? It's too bad but, they don't do that with the judges, though, right? But like Montana doesn't even have an the athletic judges. commission. Really? Yeah. No, Montana doesn't have an athletic commission. I'm surprised Eric didn't talk about that when they were on there. Huh. Oh, it's wild west up there. Really? Yeah. yeah. So have you guys met Eric then? Oh yeah, we know Eric really well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I did his life insurance. <laughs> I, I was helping Sam. Sam did his life insurance. I was going to help Sam. I was helping Sam with her nutrition stuff. Well, it's probably been about a year and a half. It was before yeah. COVID, all the COVID stuff. Oh, yeah, because yeah. she was going to compete. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. So I was right. working with her nutrition, so I got to know them really well. Yeah, yeah. She got pretty buff, and then... She looks good. Then COVID says... Then the COVID, the COVID Hold on. man, it's, it, 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 <laughs> it, it, it hit everybody. Did you guys ever got it? Ever got it? Did you guys catch COVID? I just I think I, I had it. See, that's... In the beginning. That's, that's me. I, I think I had it, right? I think I had it. I get tested. I just had it. Really? Did you? Like, I just got out of quarantine, like... Week and a half ago. Oh, really? Wow. We, we went to. I give him shit because he's still we, spraying. We went, it to out. Cal, we went to California <laughs> for for just for the day. One of his sponsors flew us out there for uh, Higa Machado opened a gym in. Yeah. Oh no shit! So we got to go fly out there for the grand opening of Higa Machado's gym. Oh wow! So I was giving him shit because he gets sick right when we get back. Oh, Should have been wearing your mask. <laughs> Should have been wearing your mask, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Did, did you hear California's doing the mask yeah. again? Yeah, they're going back. Going back, man. Are we surprised though? No. Are we no. really surprised? They're, they're going to try. They're going to try. I, I already see it. You already see they're trying to, they're possibly pulling the Olympics out. Yeah, oh, no shit. The Olympics yeah. are this year, too. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. said that it might be like a last minute thing where they just say, nope. I'm like, man. Damn, dude. Yeah, That's so, fucking crazy. Yeah, so we just, it, it, it is what it is, but. It get you hard? It, it it got me pretty good. Did it? Yeah. I, yeah. It, dude, it, how scary, especially weeks up to your fight that was the whole thing is i'm like it just like because i've heard of it getting Yo, into cutting weight lungs. fuck that yeah. like you're COVID, <laughs> we're good it, it did help with the weight cut i'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie it did help with the weight cut but uh you know the whole time i was just like i just i've heard it like messing with people's lungs yeah right? and i'm like i just don't want it to mess with my lungs man like and uh i i i think i bounced back pretty good like i like i'm no, ex- like no excuses, like right. yeah. for this fight, like it, it's not going to affect this. Like fight. Cody, Go- Cody Garbrandt, yeah. he caught he it bad. bad. Yeah. He got it rough. Oh, did he, really? he does the thing is he got it bad, and he it didn't hit him hard enough at the beginning, and so he just tried to push through it and trade right. through it like it was a cold. That's the biggest problem. It's like our bodies are so worn down, like you know, working out twice a day, and you're just and, and you're getting pretty calorie deficient, right? Because you're trying to. You know, you're, you're, you're cutting weight and stuff. Yeah. So it's like your body's pretty run down. Like there's not a lot to f- to fight a virus, you know. And so he's just trying to he was just trying to push through it. And and it, dude, it, I think I think it, that's where the, the damaging of the lugs where the first day that I didn't feel good, like I was like, OK, go get tested and. Son of a bitch. And then it's like, okay, we're just going to chill for 10 <laughs> days. And and it, dude, it, it, it's all going to work out like it all worked out good. Yeah, good. So what, what are your, so what's your schedule when it comes to training? Um, so we have class at our gym at one hit. We do, um, we have a, I have a morning class and, and, and an evening class and, uh, 
And then it's just kind of listening to my body. I try and work out twice a day. Um, if, if things aren't going, like if I, if I start getting some bumps and bruises and I feel a little bit too beat up, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go do some like active recovery stuff. Like I'll go swim laps or I'll go, you know, nice. or, you know, go just go run and go do wind sprints at the park or whatever, just something that's not just so hard yeah. on my body. Cause I mean, it's, it, it wears you down. I, I, I'm the type of guy too, though, that my coach sometimes has to tell me like, dude, sit down it, for a minute. Sit, again, <laughs> sit this one up. I, I do, I do. I get, I get obsessive over it. And I just like, I, it, it's, it's hard to like not be at every single class. And so it, it, yeah, we, we, sometimes we have to take some time, but usually it's just morning, evening, like, you know, so tomorrow's, Wednesday so I'll go I'll go spar tomorrow morning at like 11 for an hour and then I'll go go back and spar again at night for an hour about 5 30 and so is your job flexible with this do they do they know I own my own insurance agency oh there you go so oh, that's you're your own so boss I'm my own boss Hell so yeah. uh that 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 helps this episode of the podcast is brought to you by what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> damage, <laughs> damage plan insurance. That's what we call it. That's, we that's what it is. Is it really? Yeah. 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 So we were kind of co-branding it all together, but yeah, we're, we're trying to build a MMA empire. Yeah, for sure. Qu question I have to ask: Was it named after the band? No, I didn't even know it was a band. Vinnie Paul and Dimebag Daryl. Never even. It's funny story is I had a guy come up to me at the fights one time and was kind of pissed at me because of the name, and I'm like. I don't even know who the hell Damage Plan is. Dude, oh, you stole the name. And I'm like, well, it's Damage Plan Athletics, so I didn't really steal the yeah. name. And, and, and did you tell them their band is one word? Yeah. We're two, for I'm God's like, sakes. Well, whatever. But he was, like, legit mad at me because really? of the name. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to fight you over a name of a band. I don't even know who they are. I'll I was just going to ask fight him. I was just going to ask you. So, so obviously, you see him going through the training and stuff. He yeah. doesn't... doesn't like that fire in you to try to oh, fight? Oh, definitely like fire. Really? I go train. Yeah, I, tr I, I train and I'll go up and I, I did their uh, sparring class last Wednesday and it's fun, but yeah. oh, man, I'm 45. It's just, it's well, just Eric fun. is what, 56? Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Still yeah. Six, yeah. Six. he's up there. You just say that because he's not here. Yeah. You just yeah. say that to his face, dog. Oh, we bust his yeah. balls oh, all, dude, the all the time. <laughs> in fact, it's funny. You did his life insurance. <laughs> yeah. You probably made a bank out of that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's not going to pay off well in the end for that guy. <laughs> Bless his heart. Oh, oh we we love him. We love him. We love Sammy. No, it, yeah. No. I do love the training though. It's, I it, yeah. It's, I want it. I want him to do one. I keep telling him. They like, keep dude, telling just me. Do I'm just, one, dog. The problem is though, is nowadays, like you remember, like back, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you could just go in there in jean shorts and a, yeah. a wife beater and throw down yeah. and okay, hey, raise, you know, take a loss. Nowadays, I get in there. It's like there's a kid at his yeah. gym, twenty just turned twenty years old. This kid's a wrecking machine. Cole Faust, shout out to Cole Faust. This kid's a killer. He's been training since he's five years old, and this kid is a savage. And I'm like, my luck, I would get matched up with a kid right. like that, dude. I wouldn't let and that happen. Would. I know I wouldn't let that happen to you, bro. But kids that played basketball yeah. and played football now they're you know they're doing MMA, jujitsu. You know, well, we we talked about it. So we went down to Price last weekend to go to the fierce. Um, uh, Fierce Challenger Fierce fighting Challenger series, series, yeah. series, whatever thing they put on, and I mean it was awesome. And, and we had I did I did the I do the commentary for the Fierce promotion. Oh, cool! And uh, and I was, I was on the say that. I was on the <laughs> mic with uh, I was on the mic with a guy Chris Curtis, who's probably the number one guy that's not signed by the UFC or Bellator in the country. And he was doing the commentary with me, and we were just talking about that. And it's just like, you know, dude, just. Just wait. Give it another ten years or so. Just wait till like the LeBron James of athletes yeah. decides like, forget all that. I'm gonna go fight. 
Yeah. You know, wait, wait till the elite athletes. And we're starting to see a little mm-hmm. bit of that wave coming. Right. The but, Russians. But oh, <laughs> oh, the Daggystanis coming out. Yeah, you know that's our number one rule on the podcast. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, you had it rule. in writing, right? You, you know, it's, it's in writing <laughs> on his wall. We're going to make a shirt, the Ten Commandments of <laughs> MMA betting. Yeah. That is rule number MMA one. fights. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that rules. Uh, you don't pick against Daggystanis. But... Uh, <laughs> But no, it, 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 that, that wave and that generation of kids like Cole Faust, who just turned 20, who this is all they did. You know, he, he did jujitsu until nobody wanted to compete against him in jujitsu anymore. And kids quit signing up in it, in his bracket because they didn't stand a chance. Right. And he's been doing kickboxing since he was five. So then he's like, well, I got to do something. So he starts wrestling and he's a state championship wrestler by his senior year. Damn. And now, and then he gets offers to go scholarship to go wrestle and he's like, mm, I'm good. I'm just gonna I'm gonna fight. And that's dude, that's all he does. Is he he works out three times a day and he trains and and, and, and he he I mean by his nineteenth birthday he was the AMI 155 champ and four and oh and defending champ. Defending champ. Defending yeah. champ. And at, before his twentieth birthday, he already defended it once, four and oh. And I mean, the kid's special and it's like it, it, dude, that, and a whole wave of those are, is coming, coming in this sport. Yeah. And elite athletes, and he's he's a hard worker, and he's this and that. But I mean, he's athletic too. I mean, he he would have been good at any sport he chose. Right. Well, there's so many gyms now. You know, when That's, we were talking outside, you know, yeah. it was 2004, 2005. Like I said, I I, it, I think it was on Ninth South, and I would I went to Elite Performance. Yeah. And I have the best Jeremy Horn story. We went down to sign up. And I go in and, you know, we had the belts on the wall and it was just eye opening, you know, at yeah. 23 years old. And I, he's like, oh yeah, so we, you have the morning classes here. And he starts to take his clothes off and he changes right there in front of us. Didn't give <laughs> a fuck. <laughs> and you hear my, this is Gumby for God's sake. Speaking of, we saw two of his fighters in price. Yeah, Same thing. Weekend. Two guys that, yeah, there's a kid, 19 years old wrestler, just phenomenal. Another kid making his pro debut was 9 and 0 as an amateur just made his pro debut and looked phenomenal. Wow. Broke the kid's jaw, Broke dropped kid's, him again, yeah. choked him out. And yeah. Wow. Yo, do you enjoy doing commentary? I love it. Do you? Actually, yeah, I've really I've really I mean like sports I so I've always been a sports junkie. Mm-hmm. Like before it was MMA, like I was all in with like football, baseball, basketball, I play fantasy football, fantasy baseball. I was that kid that memorized baseball stats and I was that kid that was I mean it if if I was at school I was drawing pictures of sports or whatever if I was you know like that that's just I it's just obsession I always knew I wasn't an elite athlete I wasn't going to be a pro once once I realized that the NFL wasn't super interested in and NBA wasn't super interested in you know six foot white guys that white guys yeah are you a lefty yes I am and uh but you know it's just it just it, it just uh, I, once I I realized like that wasn't in the cards for me, and it's just like I wish I could get into like broadcasting commentary, be like a GM for a team, just something that that was my job is to right. just be into the sport, right? And so I was super super grateful when Fierce uh, gave me the opportunity, you know, because of our podcast, they heard me on yeah. the mic for the podcast, be like, well, we'd love to have you on our commentary team, and so I've been doing their last two at the Maverick Center, and then went down to Price to do their one in Price. And but if you had to do one. But we should, would you fight or would you commentate? Dog. 
if you could start if, if you could start <laughs> all over after the 31st all over uh, and you were you know we're talking 18 years old and you knew then what you know now putting you on the spot uh man if you know what honestly He's like, just insurance for me. <laughs> you know what? If I could make a career out of it and it was the only thing I was, I, it was the only thing I, I was doing, I think I'd do the commentary. Really? Right. Uh, I mean, I, I just, I mean. It's also like uh, more, I would say, long lasting, right? I mean, you yeah, don't that's have, what you I'm don't saying. Have like a, like, I could like, date I'm like looking at it. I'm like, you know, one, what fighters go through to yeah. make it out of a career especially now like and if you're saying when i was 18 so you're talking i'm 32 now almost 33 so it's like 14 years ago dude they didn't make peanuts then right you know like so if i could like have a full-time commentary gig that paid the bills i mean now if i could make enough money to fight and it would pay the bills and i could have got into that when i was like i mean what's crazy is with how obsessed i was with football and baseball and basketball growing up i was like i wish i wish i would have gotten into a gym when i was nine ten years right. old and yeah. Then yeah, yeah. Is I there mean, anybody who does commentating in fights? Yeah, I know absolutely. DC, but well, dude, Paul Felder was doing Paul it. Felder, he just yeah. he just did it. Uh, Michael Bisping was commentating. Oh, that's right, Dominic Cruz. Yeah, Michael Chandler was just on the desk. You know, like though. I mean, you could. De- I mean, you could definitely do both. And and I plan on I plan on continuing to do both. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty cool to see the UFC giving those, those guys an opportunity. Oh, I love to, it. They're, they're right, I love all it. these active active fighters giving them an opportunity to. Giving him jobs like like yeah. Paul Felder because who knows it better than the guys exactly. that have been yeah. in there, been in it's, the trenches, right? Oh yeah, hundred. They all have a different perspective on it, which yeah. is yeah. which is super which is super fun, and that's the I think that's I think there's there's a couple things that make MMA beautiful and unique. Uh, one of which is uh, I think it's the purest form of, form of competition mm-hmm. that I've found. Right, I, I there's something about being locked in a cage, which is me versus another man, and that that is it. I don't have teammates. I don't have to worry about. Any equipment, I don't have to worry about anything. This, you know, it's it, it's me versus yeah. you. Um, and but you, the other and you, thing, you only have yourself to blame. Yeah, when sure. something doesn't go right, but then you right? get all the glory too, right? Right, yeah, it's exactly. all, it's all yep. you too. I, I yep. go and I starch this dude like that. That's me, right? I mean, my coaches and my teammates help me get ready, get me ready Absolutely. to be in that position. But you know, I, I, it's it's me. So, but the, the the other side, the other thing that I really love about MMA too is everybody has their own journey in it. It comes from all walks of life. Yeah, it right. comes, it, you know, I mean, there there are people that that come from the lowest of lows into it, and then there's some people that do it and are very successful that they didn't have to fight; they just love to fight. You know, so it's it it's that the sport is so unique in that way. Would you consider yourself a striker or a gla- uh, grappler? <sighs> that's, I mean, that's it's so hard because, like, I mean, honestly, the way I view myself. I'd love to just stand and bang. Like yeah. I, I would love that. All my fights go to the ground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm I don't I don't know what my teammates and coaches would say. I mean, you've seen a little bit, but like I'm I'm probably a my jujitsu's probably better than my striking. Mm-hmm. That's I I don't, I don't know. I'd say it's probably pretty even. I mean, I I started. <laughs> he's but pretty well rounded. But I started. I started on. both. Right. I had no background in wrestling. I had no background in strike. I had no background in anything. It was like my first day was kickboxing. My second day was jujitsu. Like it's just been and it's just been blended yeah. the whole time. So yeah, it's so weird. I never got like nowadays. Now that I'm a little older, because I I trained I trained MMA for a minute and. Right after the class, there was a jiu-jitsu class. Mm-hmm. And 
I tried it a couple of times. I was like, ah, this is not for me. But now that I'm older, I'm like, fuck, I wish I stuck around. I hated jujitsu at the beginning. See? Yeah. I hated it. Because jujitsu, especially for athletes and stuff, I, it's the most humbling. So if you yeah. consider yourself like a good athlete right. and, and you want to excel at things, athleticism and stuff like that, doesn't equate in jujitsu. I go south right? the window. <laughs> it, it doesn't. You know, I I have a buddy who, I and I truly, I truly, truly believe this. If he would have been more well rounded, he could be in the UFC right now. He hits like a Mack truck. He he knock out anybody at 185. There's dudes that have decided to stand in front and bang with him in the UFC right now. I think he would knock out. He's an amateur here in Utah, and. But he won't come to jujitsu. Really? And he doesn't do jujitsu. I mean, he started to a little bit, but like, and it, why? Because he's he was he was the best. He's always been the best at everything. Never really practiced football, make or baseball. Make the baseball team. Football. He was he was Mister Football here in Utah. He was five A. <laughs> took took this high school team to the state championship game as a running back. He was that guy that he'd still rush for over two hundred yards. Be, even though the other team knew he was the whole offense, nobody could stop it. Like he's just always been the best at everything. Just gifted. Just gifted everywhere. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu humbles everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that yeah. we have a friend Dalton. Yeah, yeah. Dalton. Yeah, yeah. Know Dalton. You know him? Yeah, yeah. 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 I worked with Dalton. I used to work with. Oh Dalton. yeah, yeah. At the Honda he, store. He's uh, one thing I've always uh, heard him say, and even when he's uh, interviewing like entrepreneurs, he was like, "I love going to jujitsu because it's a it's a way that." that it keeps you humble yeah, because absolutely. because you go there and it's all respect, right? It's nothing about yeah. hurting people or anybody, but he goes and he, and he's been doing it for a while and he goes, but there's something about somebody tapping you, you know, that when you tap, you're like, like I'm humble. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm, that was good. It's a good yeah. learning experience. There's and always I a think. bigger fish in a well, yeah. 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 Right. There's always a bigger How fish. How long did you do it for? Six months. <laughs> Not very long. <laughs> you know, but, but here's the thing. When I went in there, it was kind of the the hype of when it started, right? Yeah. And I went in there with the friends that I had, and they were all 200, 210-pound yeah, um, guys. And here I was, 145 pounds. Yeah. And, and it was tough because there wasn't very many guys like that. And then the guys that were always at the gym lived there. And so it was like, well, I couldn't tap anybody. Yeah, You know, <laughs> I would think now... It, as much as I study it, I'm probably a little bit better than I was back then. Yeah. Now that, you know, we've had all these years watching fights and all that stuff. But um, it was tough back then. And now, you know, then the job and now I've got bad wrists and it just, you know. I was going to ask you, would you ever pick it up again? I want to bad. I, I, I want to get my kids into it, but my absolutely. girls are all, uh-uh. No, Barbies for me. Nothing, Dad. Not into that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So all I got was girls. I didn't get no boys. <laughs> well, I, I tell... My coach taught me something, and uh, one of my one of my jujitsu coaches, Matt Wilkinson, and I've adopted it now that I've been training over four years. He goes, "I don't even care to learn your name unless I see you for at least four months, right? Because so many people start and quit. Yep, yeah, yep. They start and quit because they it it it, it it's, nobody likes to be humbled like that. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's I, hard, man. It's hard, and and I mean, I literally had to accept the fact. And a guy said, "You just need to accept the fact." That for your whole first year of jujitsu, your job is to just survive. Right. He's like, yeah. you're not going to submit anybody. He goes, the only people you're going to submit are the people that have been doing it well, shorter than you your yeah. whole first year. He goes, dude, somebody's been training a year and a half, you'll never submit them. Yeah. And it's like, 
I, and I, I mean, I, dude, I still remember the first time I submitted uh, submitted a guy, and it was just like, <laughs> you're like, yes, like, yeah. loser, yeah, <laughs> fuck <Suck> you, it. <laughs> yeah, DX chop, yeah, you know? <laughs> DX chop, and oh, Brian most, would have loved then, that one, yeah. and, then, and then most likely they're gonna tap you, you know, eighteen times yeah, in the yeah. next <laughs> rule too, but to put it on you, but yeah, it's just it's so humbling, and you know, we we had I just couple guys at our gym and they were t- telling me how discouraged they were i'm like you just got to keep coming you just got to keep coming that's the key and and two but within two weeks i, I haven't seen him probably in a month, month. <laughs> it's that people don't want to work for things these days yeah you know, that's they the don't problem want, they don't want to and it's hard i i just we were talking about in the parking lot i just got into doing some muay thai stuff you know mm-hmm. a couple times a week and and the the biggest thing for me is my coach she said what do you what do you want out of this do you want to belt up do you want to rank up do you want to fight i'm like I want to come back tomorrow. Right. Yeah, because yeah. here I am in my 110 pound <clears throat> Muay Thai coach that could kick my ass. Yeah. Oh, she'd sleep both yeah, of us. Dude. Yeah. I saw, I'll have to show you her video after this, but she knocked out this girl in 15 <laughs> seconds. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just humbling to come in there and, and it's like, I just want to go lift weights. Like I know how to lift weights. Like right. I can come in there and I can I have run circles around everybody in the gym, but to come in here and to, you know, start with the basics, throwing a punch, just right. Like, yeah. <laughs> But then you start doing it for a while. Like Zach said, you know, I've been doing it for like six months and then I go up there and do a class and I'm like, oh, I'm starting to see things now. I'm starting yeah. to see angles. I'm starting to see those punches That's coming. It. And I mean, I'm still getting my ass kicked, yeah, but yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm making progress. More. Right? I can see the progress now. So and right. MMA, if anything, is the one thing where I tell people you don't know what you don't know. And MMA is especially even jujitsu, what you don't know, what you don't know. And I have a sponsor. Not going to call him out on this. <laughs> but I, do have, I won't say who this one. He's not have, listening. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, no one listens have, to this shit. I do have a sponsor. And he's a bigger guy. He's probably 240, 250 mm-hmm. or north of that. And he's like, yeah, this guy is a purple belt. And he weighs like 140 pounds. And he's like, oh, yeah, I would tap you. And he's like, not a chance. And I was like, bro, if he's a legit purple belt, oh, yeah. not only does sleep. he right. and you're almost double his weight. He snatches a limb or your oh, neck, yeah. it's over. And he's like, come <laughs> on, dude. He goes, I just smash him. I was like, not before he snaps something, right? dude, or before he puts you to sleep. <laughs> and he does not believe me, and he doesn't buy it. And he's like, I, 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 he's like, I don't be, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm like, you don't know what you don't know, bro. And it's like, and then, and then when people go and experience it, I mean, I, I, they just, I hear all the time. I have friends that tell me all the time that like, oh, I, I could do that. I should do that. I'm like. Come to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come for a week. Come for a week. And literally, I and I respect the kids so much, but I've only had one heard one person be like, I could do that. And he signed up and he's had three or four fights now. And, and nice. Like, and, for, and he actually did it. Yeah. But I mean, 99% of the people, they're, if they're like, I could do that. Anybody, if you think you could do MMA, go, come do it for a week and tell tell people that you do it. And, and, you will be questioning a lot of things in your life. I, you I, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wanted to add on to that because I know people are going to be listening and think that yeah, yeah. Hey, I, all I'm going to do is get my ass kicked when I go in there. Nope. I, look, since we started this podcast, I float around to all the gyms. I go yeah. around, I train with everybody. I tell you what, the most humbling, but the most respectful. It's nothing but respect. Like, nobody's in there trying to hurt me. Like, right. exactly. like yeah. all these guys up there that I'm going to train with, they know I don't fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they're, they're not trying to rip my head off. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna hit me. They're going to yeah. tap me out. But it's not, nobody's bragging about it. Nobody's like, hey, look at this idiot coming in here. It's, it's, it's a very respectful atmosphere to be around. And I, I highly recommend it for 
anybody. Kids, and and just to pick up game friends is yeah, what it's, it's become. I, right? Yeah. That's I'm a good a, way to look at it. That's right? so funny because really I, I was just going to ask you, do you guys, since you guys are way into this, do you guys know any gym that, that uh, like a grappling or MMA in West Valley? Oh, yeah. Um, Who's out in West Valley? Um, the closest. Jeremy Horns would be right off a of 90th. Yes, right off a of 90th now. Absolute is in, Absolute. Is right Absolute. off a of 78th in Redwood. Okay. 20th West. Kind of out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Twilla's got Twilla Martial Arts Academy. They're a little bit farther out. Yeah, God, I know there's some other gyms out there. And I'm just... I think I think Absolute's probably the closest to West yeah. Valley. Okay, Absolute. Yeah, and they yeah, because I great. Facility. I think if I if I could find my thing is like I wish I went with somebody. Yeah, I wish somebody would say, "Hey, here, I'll teach you or whatever." Because yeah. I would like to learn, but it's just like I don't. Really, I don't. You know. When I go in a place that I don't know anybody, I usually I shell it. I, I barely you move. You guys should come up on like a Wednesday or Saturday up to. I, I'll I'll drive up there. I'm in Sandy. I'll drive up there like on a Saturday and go do there. Come check it out. Man. It's like an hour long jujitsu, and his open one of the mat. coaches will open mats. So he'll he'll show a move. We'll, we'll drill it for a few times, and then let everybody roll for an hour. And then it's if you want to stay and spar and. Hell and it's yeah. at your pace too, yeah, so it's yeah. not like hey, like hey, we don't fight, so we're just gonna go at it. Or if it's like some him and a couple other guys, you this, watch, this watch fight, them go this at fight, it. Justin, like, right. you and me. Oh, shit. Content, dude. There okay. you go. <laughs> you guys could go viral. You guys could go viral. I tell you, I keep telling you, I'll choke the shit out of you. Just wait. <laughs> did, did you see... Side note. I showed you what happened to me last week, right? I, I Because I was going to ask you, are you going through a crazy diet? That's not crazy. Okay. Well... If you I do mean, it the right way, call a professional nutritionist. Oh, see? Um, it, it's, that's uh, a no, guy. That's, that's, yep. that's what the, a lot of cart the right way. Uh, yeah. Level did, one, dude. I did, I did. That, how I did awesome it. is that? Yeah, I did it. It's pretty what awesome. What is this? The Lockhart and Leith, he's a, he's a nutritionist George, for George a lot of UFC Lockhart, fighters. And, Daniel Leith. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it was an interesting course. Was it? Yeah, interesting <laughs> course. We'll just leave it at that. Yo, his interview on Rogan yeah. is one of my favorite interviews ever. First off, he's got a voice that you could beat off to. <laughs> really? Bar none. Oh, dude, dude. Some Hellbot kind of shit? Some oh, Hellbot it's, it's weird. It's one of them good rough ones. Like, <clears throat> it's mesmerizing. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome to the other side of the beehive, guys. <laughs> They're like, let's get the fuck out of here, huh? <laughs> let's go to a serious podcast. Let's go to Dalton. 18,000 people just downloaded the George Lockhart podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Shout out sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I was gonna say because I I went to again I went to Wingstop. Oh, you did it again, huh? So I went to and I, I've been I've been saying this for like two or three episodes, and I I try to get some wings before I go home. Yeah. So I just stop pick them up and and go home, right? But they put me on hold. Like I call from the, this parking lot. They put me on hold, and I make it all the way to the place, and I'm still on hold. Yeah. And this is the third time that I walk into the place, and there's nobody on the phone. And I've been waiting for 25 minutes. So I'm like, yo, what I the fuck? Lost my yeah. mind. So finally, they gave me a, they gave me a better discount. Oh, you got time. more than the oh, 10%? But, yeah, yeah. But on the way home, I took this uh, one of the back rows to go home. And so you could eat your wings no, no, and gourd, no, no. so nobody here why didn't bitch at you <laughs> for like, eating, right. eating twenty two wings. My fucking trunk full of grease. Oh, <laughs> I tell everybody dry rub, but it's all like old barbecue yeah. in my fucking face. No, but I, I uh, there was this guy that was driving. Uh, I was driving behind this guy, and he pulled up, and I, I didn't think any of it, and I, I drove past him right. So he goes behind me, and he turns his high beams on. 
and I'm thinking, oh, this guy thinks that because my truck is tall, you know, you know, uh, small dick vibe, and <laughs> and this so this guy comes behind me and turns his beams, his high beams, and I'm like, what the fuck? So finally, he gets to be next to me on the light, and then he passed me, so I go behind him again, and I'm not flashing my lights, nothing. Yeah. I'm just he does it again, lets me pass, goes behind me, and turns the lights off, right? So all of a sudden we come to the next light and he's behind me, pulls up right next to me and he goes, hey, asshole. And I said, first of all, because I was already pissed because they fuck up my wings. I said, first of all, these are not my high beams. My truck just happens to be taller than your car. One. Two, the fact that you're behind me with your high beams on is not doing anything to me. <laughs> just so you know. And he, uh, uh, he got pissed and called me a retard and walked away. I was like, all right, whatever, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... <laughs> That was like, that was like the closest I've been to a fight in the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you need to go to jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It's like, bro, get out of your car. He you gets out and he's in a hoodie. I'm all, yeah, I'm going to grab that hood and choke yeah. your ass out, yeah. bud. That that, yeah. yeah, that hood, that's, that's not going to do you. Know, did, you get, did you guys get to that to where someone is like, dude, I will kill you right now? I mean, I think as you get older, that stuff just kind of like it does it's rolls like, off your back, it's just right? Like you know, you're not gonna say it. like. It's just, yeah, yeah. And nowadays, you just you just never know. My, that's yeah, the problem. You never know who that kid is. That's just gonna. Not, I mean, my yeah. my wife will tell everybody that I'm ten times calmer. Now. Really. But I think it's because like you know, it's like a posturing thing, right? Like when you're, it's like. If you don't know what you're doing, like you just want to look and be as tough as possible because you don't really want to yeah, get into a right, fight, yeah. right? But now I'm just like, I, I'll never forget. It's like we were playing. It was a slow pitch softball game, and I only been training <laughs> for like a year and a half. And this dude was just popping off to the smallest guy on our team, and I'm like, dude, why, why not, why not start saying something to somebody that's like your size right. or whatever? And it got all broken up. It was no big deal. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't being aggressive. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're popping off to the smallest guy on our team. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, uh, and he was kind of a bigger guy. And, uh, and I remember I was like, what if he would have done something? And right. I'm like, I would have strangled him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, right. <clears throat> I'm like, I, I'm like, I've been doing jujitsu for a year and a half. And he's like, if he's not trained, like, you get strangled, dog. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, He's he's super calm and I I I get a little heated sometimes. Yeah, I do a little added sometimes. Sometimes I worked at I did security at a bar for six years. You got to be oh, you got to have thick skin. What right. bar? Liquid Joe's. Oh okay. And I I worked at Southern too for only for about a year. The one on Beck Street. Uh huh. You okay. know, you actually, you know about that one. Don't I met my wife. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No comment. <laughs> but this was like seventeen years ago. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I, uh, I I do go to Liquid Joe's yeah. as, as much as I can. I love Spasmatics. Yeah, Spasmatics. Dude, I used to back, this has been 10 years when Metal Gods was really big. Oh, on yeah, Metal yeah. Gods on Thursday nights. Same people, right? Same, yeah, same guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They some of them. lead singers, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, lead, the drummer was the lead singer at Spasmatics. Marty the Party. Marty the Party. <laughs> they, they did. Man, that place was. They packed that place, packed. man. They packed Thursdays that place. Thursdays and Saturdays, line out the door. I yeah. get there at 8 o'clock and... We'd be throwing people out by nine, ten o'clock at night. People are already drunk, and it's like, gotta go, gotta go. Just speaking gotta go. of throwing people, did you see what happened in the shop? Oh, the dude pulled his dick out. Yeah, and it was pissing. It was pissing at me. Yeah, yeah, pulled his dick out. He was pissing on people's shoes. I love Brendan. The, the fact that he's <laughs> like. What did his piece look like? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. was it a big piece or a little piece? Because yeah. yeah. that yeah. makes the difference. Because yeah. if it's a big piece, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a small piece. Get him out. Get out of here. Hey, how's uh? How does your wife feel about the fact that you fight? 
Uh, she'd be really happy if I just commentated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's super supportive, man. Like she's, she's great. And she's supportive. She's supportive of all of it. And I, you know, she, she just wanted me to be healthy and I found something that gets me in the gym and I take care of my body now and be healthy. And, and so she's really happy with that. But it, you know, at the same time too, I just, I think anybody could relate to and imagine. Cause people are like, she she's trained a little a few times with me and stuff and people are like what if your wife fought i'm like absolutely not she's gorgeous <laughs> you know she's gorgeous she's gonna get it she, if i don't want her face get messed up at all but like absolutely not but she's so she's really supportive but i mean you know she'll she'll let people know like she's she's as calm as i am and i'm 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 pretty comfortable like it's competition for me. Like I'm, I'm always down to compete in in anything. I'm one of those psychos that like, I don't care if we're playing tiddlywinks with my five year old. Like yeah, I'm, right. I'm playing to win. Like, <laughs> win you know, like we're like we're we're getting down and uh, and so she knows that that's like I'll be fine in there, but but she says you know when my music hits and they, they announce my name and my music hits and right before I walk out she her, her anxiety skyrockets oh I can imagine you I can, know yeah, so <laughs> and which ironically that's when mine just goes away really absolutely when you're in the back waiting it's just like oh you know it's a it ta- you know it, it it's a trip it's because everything's going through your head like Eric says that that it's you know sitting backstage he would it's when he got to him but as soon as he walked out he said it was just you got you step into another realm yeah. absolutely yeah. well <laughs> you, you, you don't have an option at that point, yeah well I signed up for this but uh but you know it's 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 you know I've I mean I I remember my third fight I've talked about it on our podcast Dude, I I wanted to be anywhere on the planet, but right there, and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, this is ridiculous, man. Like, I'm gonna go get locked in a cage with another dude. Like, this is stupid, Zach. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> let's think this through. Let's start reevaluating life decisions here, and, you know. But and then and uh, and I mean, and that one had some because I had some pretty nasty injuries going into that fight, and. And like one of my one of my things is is like I don't pull out of fights. Like no. people pull out of fights for injuries or whatever. Dude, like I'm, dude. If I can walk down and I can, and I can intelligently defend myself and and I can, in my head, justify a way that I think I could pull off a win or whatever. Like I do not pull out of fights. And I had some nasty. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, this is so dumb. Like mostly every like I don't say this to sound like be like I'm tough or whatever I'm like in the back though I'm like dude everybody else would have pulled out with this injury like what am I doing here like how stupid am I like right? I'm the only one dumb enough to do this what has been your, your worst injury uh, the week before that so that third fight the week before the fight uh, I separated and fractured my shoulder uh, we were doing some wrestling we were doing some this wrestling guy knows drills. what you're talking about we, we, were do, we were doing some wrestling drills and one of my teammates we were just doing takedown defense and he he did a, like a little wrestling like dump thing on and all my weight came down on my left shoulders and as a southpaw like my whole game plan was to knock the dude out with the left i could i couldn't even lift my arm up like Ooh. you know past here with and, and and my shoulder was separated and i actually had a hairline fracture in it and uh it was just it was just uh you know concussions been knocked out a few times in the training room uh I, that's that's probably the, my worst injuries but huh so, uh, July 31st, Yeah, uh, you're fighting for the AMI welterweight, right? Yeah, 170 title fight. 170 title fight. Uh, Justin McDonald? Yep. Um, 
What, what do you know about him? I mean, you guys know all about him, but anybody that doesn't listen, you know, give us a rundown of uh, kind of how he is. He's, he's 5-0. Um, heavy wrestler, heavy pressure fighter. He, he, he His whole thing is he... He 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 doesn't mess around with the striking a ton. He will run he will run at you. He will put you against the cage. He will take you down. He will get on top of you and he'll try and pound you out. That that is his whole game. And uh, he's five and zero doing it. He's been very successful doing it. You know, some people have said that he's boring, but you know, I mean, it's MMA and your your job is if you don't want to be on bottom and stuck on bottom, figure stop out how it. to yeah, you know, stop figure it, it out, right? You know, figure I, it I, out. And, I hate when people say that. Like, okay, yeah, watch it's boring, and it's like. Well, there's a guy on the bottom that can't do anything. Because if you were in that position and you can't do anything, it, in theory, you could end somebody's life, right? Yeah. Just absolutely. like that, really right? Yeah. So don't, yeah. don't give me this boring shit. It's, it's mm. all a chess match, man. Yeah. It really is. Once you start knowing what, the, what you're looking at, yeah. it, gets, it gets more interesting. I mean, I, I subscribe to the like what Joe Rogan, like a fight should never be stood up. Right. A fight, Remember I like, said if that. If somebody's just yeah. like holding somebody on the cage... They they work for that position and they're in a dominant position. Like, make the guy figure out how to get off the cage. Right. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, if a guy can't get up and the guy's not doing damn, I understand it's a spectator sport and it's got to be there's got to be some form of entertainment. It's not super fun that if I get inside control and I can just lock you down and hold you, it's not the most entertaining thing in the world. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, maybe you should go on some jujitsu and learn how to get an underhook and get up. Right. And I, I mean, it's easier right. said than done, and, and I'm saying this right now, knowing that most likely, like, that's what I'm up against right. next Saturday night. But, uh, yeah, he's a heavy wrestler, but, like, you know, I mean, me and Justin are cool, too, though. Like, we've we our paths have crossed a few times, and we've been in the same, I, I think we've been fought on the same card, and, and uh, or, or been in the back room together, and. Dude, I mean, I, I mean, you guys had him on your podcast. He'll be coming on Friday again. Too. Yeah, nice. Not with me. He no. he 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 wasn't super comfortable with that. <laughs> well, but. he didn't really he didn't really say he wouldn't. I just didn't want to push it. He's like, well, how's that going to work with me fighting Zach? And I was like, well, a week before the fight, maybe we won't. Maybe it's not a right. good idea to have yeah. him on there. So but, I mean, I did it with one of my past the part. I, I was supposed to fight at the Maverick Center last November, and we we had my my opponent on. The, the card got canceled forty eight hours before the card happened. But right. is that the um, one we went to. No, no, it got canceled. Got canceled. You, you, the reschedule. Oh, you probably yeah, went okay. to the reschedule one. But uh, uh, yeah, so you know, I mean, I, man, you know. But again, I'm, I'm at that point. I'm not his opponent. I'm, I'm the podcaster and I'm the interviewer. Right. Yeah. Right? But um, and, and so I mean, again, it's just it's competition. I don't, I don't hate my opponents. I don't have to hate them or whatever. But uh, but I am fully aware that you know they're in there to inflict damage on me, and it's my job to to do it first. Right. You know, you were nice. saying that too, right? With with Dre, that you you wish I you wish I, I wish it was the fights were until someone wins. No time limits, and there's a ref in there just to keep everybody safe and go. Lethway, don't man. stand any exactly. Lethway. don't stand him up. Let him figure it out. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of high level jujitsu matches that are no time limits. Yeah, those are some of the greatest ones you've ever seen. We're talking yeah. 45 to an hour long. Go watch you know? Eddie Bravo and you know the Invitationals, and Gracie oh and stuff. Well, but no, even like when Eddie Bravo used to compete, uh, Hicks and Gracie and Eddie Bravo <sighs> and like and those, like, you know, 25 30 minutes before one yep. of them finally gets a submission or something. And just like it's like let them you let them figure bro. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's a chess match. Um. Yeah, I mean, would that ever happen though? For, uh, from from a TV and production standpoint, no. no, because because that that was the problem is UFC used to be there's no rounds, no time limit like for mm-hmm. UFC one, right? 
dude, that's really hard to put on air because it's like how much air time you get. Yeah. How much? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like you don't know. Like so, what the night could go an All hour, night. an hour yeah. and a half, or you get two fatties that run out of gas and like can't yep. breathe. And you, <laughs> I mean, what, like what? What do you do? Time out and give them oxygen masks? Yeah, like, right. I don't know. I mean, there there's levels to it, but I I mean, I think there would be a ton of intrigue if you had high level athletes. If you just said. Go. Yep. Yeah. You know, you, yep. you know, okay. So we have this potential matchup with like Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Go. Yeah. Dude, that fight for sure is going to oh, end man. and it's going to be awesome. If you take the rounds and, and, and the break, that minute break out of it, dude, I, I mean, that's side me up. It, it, Who do you have on that? I haven't officially made my pick, but I'm leaning Oliveira in that I'm one. All over and Poirier. I'm, and I'm having a hard, I'm having a hard time because I'm Poirier guy. those guys. Charlie Olives? I'm, I'm, I'm leaning Oliveira. He's he's more Poirier. But that could change. I, yeah. What did you guys have on the last one? Poirier. Poirier. We were all. Yeah. Yeah. We, all we, <laughs> cashed, <laughs> we cashed. Yeah. Hard Ray Charles can see that one coming. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. I, I, did, well, I, I didn't even think twice about that. He yeah. actually was telling me that he's, he I was trying. Trying, I, and I'm like, bro, like, no. Like, I love Connor. I tried to name both my. I have the three boys. <laughs> I tried to name my second and third one Connor. My wife wasn't having it. I love Connor. And I was trying to figure out in my head, I'm like, well, you know, maybe. And then even the day before, though, like when you're podcast, I'm like, dude, there's no way. I'm like, it's just not going to happen. Like, you just do. It's not going to happen. You can't take that much time off at that level and come back and try to compete with. Right. Speaking of time off. Unless you're Misha Tate. one. Unless you're Misha Tate. How good she She also fought a 44-year-old. She was on a four-fight losing streak. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that that was a hand-picked. She didn't jump back into the top five. Right. That was a hand-picked opponent to get her on the winning track. That was a very, they gave her a very winnable fight. Whereas like, hey, Connor, you haven't fought in three years? Go fight Khabib. Well, look, you, you know well, what I mean? Yeah. Look what they did with Connor and, and Don Cerrone. Cerrone. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's basically, that it's was like, sad. come on. It's it like, sad. You know what you're getting in this yeah. one. Cerrone's, Cerrone's, my, mop him. Cerrone's my boy's boy. Is he? Yeah. That's yeah. my dude. That's your boy? That's my I, dude. Hey, I love, That's I my love dude. Cerrone. Yeah, just done, but I game. Love him. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, we knew, fighter. but it, 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 and that's it. He's yeah. just game. There's if you could ever take a mindset of a fighter who's just yeah okay yeah and put him in. Give me that, that guy. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, I love that dude. Yeah, you guys got Poirier and Oliver. Uh Poirier. Poirier. Yeah, you I'm too? a Poirier dude. Is I mean, it, I just. First off, he's <laughs> in my mind. He's the greatest guy oh, in MMA, bar none. Right? He's probably my favorite fighter and a dog. Just a dog, and the way he's progressed through his—he's at—he's at peak right now. Yeah, I think he's the best he's ever been at this point. I—I'm not. I can't. Charlie Olive's got some I, shit though, man. He's been—he's basically on the same. Both on, kind of on the same path. Striking Start. has been crisp the last few fights. I mean, he was always known as a, a jujitsu guy. Yeah, but his crisp. Good. That's kind of where I'm like, I think he's a little bit better on his feet, but he's like Dustin's bigger, and I'm like, I don't know, Oliveira's pretty. Big. I'm like, I, I, I just. You know what turned it off for me? What's that? You see the coat he was wearing over at the fights, his jacket with all no. the golden lace and shit. I says, Nah, I'm sorry, dude. I can't. I can't. I can't ride with that. Oh, <laughs> anybody, anybody that wears, I love Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Anybody that wears sunglasses inside, I'm out. I, I, yeah. I can't ride yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah I'm out, dude. Sorry. I'm out, dog. <laughs> We have a couple friends do that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, is, he in, is he in the screen? I don't get that phenomenon. Yeah. You might That's scoot over just a little shit. bit. I, I know that makes it uncomfortable. No, I, I apologize. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're good. Oh, Sorry. Oh, he's 40. He's losing. 
is vicious out here. <laughs> getting old, man. I'm getting old. What do you guys usually do for? Uh, do you guys get together for fights? To watch Not UFC? very often. We've watched a few together. Oh, you guys yeah, are cheated friends, huh? He's so far north and I'm uh, so yeah, far south. That's what it's makes like, it tough. And then I'm such a homebody. It's like, yeah, we both are. It's hard to go places and watch fights with a lot of yes, people dude. because yes. we're, we're oh both like. Gosh. And we just got. I just we got invited to some friends' house to, to for the pay per view. <laughs> And they had it at their apartment complex. Gray set up and everything. Right. And he's like, yeah, he didn't give us a time. Just said, when the prelims start. Well, he was talking about the regular prelims. I'm thinking of the early, early prelims yeah, that start yeah. at 430. Because we watch every single I, fight. I pull dog. up and I'm like, hey, where do I go? And he's like, prelims don't start till 6. I'm like, it's 430. The prelims are on now, dog. Oh, like, man, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. So, I mean, that's he, heartbreaking. he let me in. Yeah. Stuff, but everybody didn't show up till like 8 to like the pay per view. No one has showered. No one has showered. The house is dirty and shit. No. It's, it's, it's like when you look at the crowd and you see him filter in as the yeah. main two or three last like, fights. It's heartbreaking, doing, isn't bro? it? We're watching yeah. every fight. The first, I mean, first of all, we got our app up, the betting app up. Yep. To make our bets, <laughs> so I know how much more money I can spend the rest of the night. So uh, but no, but I I have a really really hard time. I used to, you know, it's like you know, you get all the guys get together, watch the fight, and it's like, and then you learn more and more about it, and then you get really educated on it, and then you hear the ignorant comments from people that I love, oh, and yeah. they say stuff, and I'm just like, get up, yeah, you get up. Like, stand him up, yeah. punch him in the face. Yeah, punch him. Yeah, yeah there's always twist see, his see, dick. I, 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 dick. Yeah, dude, is that not the greatest video ever? Just his dick up. You guys are what? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this is everything. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> I usually we usually get together because one of our friends is a DJ and he DJs on uh, uh, a bar named Sue. Oh, okay, and yeah, uh, we fights. usually get together. And last for the uh, Connor fight, there was like uh, uh, all together there was like seven podcasts. There. Oh damn! And uh, and that's something that him and I have been trying to do for the longest time, just get podcasts together and network and stuff like that. So oh, that's cool. Doing it over the fights, it, it kind of works because we all get together. Yeah, but there's some people that obviously they, they just they're just focused, right? Yeah. I. I'll be honest. I'll go just to hang out with the buddies. Yeah. Um, but but it's like you said. I I do lose the. Oh, that guy just like uh, like this when Connor broke his leg. Yeah. And they were interviewing him on in the ground, and I was like, I want to hear what he says. Yeah. And everybody's already dancing. And I was like, yeah. fuck, man. Yeah. But yeah. but I still like to just hang out with with the guys and shit. But yeah. So but I hear what you're saying. Usually, when I get together, when we get together, it's like me and him and like. Fighters. It's usually other fighters too. So, no. so, it's just like, yeah. so, so it's they like, know they know how to watch we're, it. We're trying yeah. to pay attention because we got to talk about it on Monday right, morning. Right. So we want to we want every little angle. We want to listen to the post fight interviews. Like we want all the information so we can so we can talk about it. So do right. you guys record? Um, and I'm only asking this because uh, uh, Justin was talking to you guys last Friday. Do you guys record on Monday and it's instantly out? We yeah. go live. We go live. Oh, that's right. YouTube and our Facebook. I wanted to that's ask right. when you do it live, doesn't it freak you out a little we'll bit? We'll do it live. That no. you're gonna that you're gonna say something that I hope I do. We're, we're pretty. Uh, <laughs> we try to keep care. it pretty straight. Now we let our guests. We tell them this is your podcast. Like I don't. You've probably heard. Yes. Have you heard the Steve? I have. Sharp I was going to bring that <laughs> up. That is the, the, the greatest podcast ever. By the way, Steve Sharp. Go listen to it. I can't remember the the number it is, but. So good. Yeah, we just say, hey, you you can say whatever you want. This is your time. This is this is for you. This platform is is for you. But yeah, we we just I'll I'll edit it after and then I upload it to like pod um 
I upload it to Podbean and shoot it out to Spotify mm-hmm. and yeah, iTunes yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah, the initial is just yeah Facebook and and YouTube. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. I'm pretty like we're pretty comfortable. I mean, some of our first episodes. Maybe we're pretty, if we went back and listened to him now, I'm sure it'd be pretty rough. Have you ever done that? You guys be canceled no. me in a long time. No. Do you guys should. listen to your own shit after it's done? No, I, I, I haven't in over a year. I haven't in a while, but I'll, I'm starting to try to listen to more because I want clips for like our TikTok. Oh and yeah, 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 Twitter because yeah. we're trying. Oh to- yeah, we make the clips, but like sit down, like listen to it, and be like, mm. but it. I mean, <laughs> it just it just is what it. Like our whole thing was. It's like we're just two buddies having yeah. an MMA conversation. Like who yeah. cares if we say something like. I might say some things about it's not super politically correct and whatever. It's like, if you don't like it, don't listen, dude. Exactly. Like, I we, had, we had our first hater two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember you guys talking about that. Some guy said it, our, See, I got it was corny or that. something. He's banned. So I sent him a message. He's like, oh, did you say something? I'm like, I let him. He's our first hater. So I'll just give him a shot. I'm out in on Facebook jail right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Bully. Yeah. What gets you in jail? Facebook. Oh, Facebook. The cyber jail. bully over here. Is that what it is? First off. If you have a fake profile that's you don't have your a real name on there and you don't have like a real profile picture on there, like mm-hmm. it's like a meme or whatever, but you don't actually show your face on there and then you're talking like you know, you're talking smack to people. Like, like Dwayne Wade. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Kevin Durant. Kevin, right? Durant. Kevin, Durant. Kevin Durant. Durant. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. KD. But it, no, I was, and so I was just like, dude, you're, I told somebody, I'm like, your opinion isn't relevant. Like, you don't have the balls to put your name and your face to something. And <laughs> like, your opinion's automatically irrelevant. And second of all, like, he, ha- he was a Colby Covington hater for, and that's fine because that's what Colby's trying to do is get right. haters, right? To be yeah. relevant. Right. And I was just like, End of the day, love him, hate him, whatever. Like he gave Usman Usman's toughest fight the, yeah, the, at, yeah. in the toughest UFC. Fight. Period. And all of a sudden, boom, thirty day Facebook jail. I'm like, bro. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And people are like, what'd you do this time? And I'd show them like the comment that I got <laughs> put in jail for. I'm like, you got to be <clears throat> kidding me. And I'm just like, I, I am, I am in the algorithm now. I cannot I don't think, say do you anything. Ever remember of a hater? I've. Uh, uh, I mean, we won't talk we had, about it. it was we, had dude, that one we had a dude call our podcast corny. He said corny. He's like corny or something. And, and I'm just, just like, like, cool. Ten years ago, I probably would have off. off, but it's like, well, I'll let him. It's- it, it t- to me, it's like, um, look what you guys have built. Yeah. You have yeah. your own podcast. You guys are driven. You obviously don't give a shit what people are saying. And then there's some dumb fuck sitting in his computer, yep. probably in his mother's basement. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and he's going to tell you you're corny. Yeah. For God's sakes. Yeah. We don't probably don't have a fight. Yeah. We started, we started it as, you know, just like he said, just two guys. We just want to talk. MMA. Yeah. Like right. we, we're not expecting we, anything out of this. Yeah, yeah. We don't need pats on the back. We just, and you know, f- First, we used to like look at downloads, like, oh, this is cool. Like, we got yeah. this many downloads, like, whatever, this and that. Dude, I don't even think we, we probably haven't looked yet. at how many downloads and stuff in over six months. We like, stopped I'm, doing it's like, that. Yeah, too. It's, it's like, like I just don't care. Cares? We're having fun. We're going to do our thing yeah. anyways. Like, I just don't care. It's, it's obviously growing because we're getting guys yeah. from out of state now reaching out to us. And, you know, we got it's good enough for me, man. I, managers I, reaching I, out I, to us. I, I happen to glance, even though I don't, I don't really mean to, because every time I upload the episode it shows yeah. the rest of shows, them yep, yep, so i kind of yep. i kind of go oh, okay but uh it sometimes it's surprised because us us raws we're in here nobody has ever had a problem with it i mean and we talked we've been pretty outlandish we sometimes pretty, do, you bad. Do, do, do um do you guys throw them on youtube too yeah oh yeah oh, okay yeah. sweet yeah 
So that's kind of our next step is to try to build the YouTube channel because they is so that we can start yeah. to like really grow and right. hopefully give back more to the to the MMA community. It's it's funny because I I I've had a couple people come up to me and, and he says I don't know why. I listen to you guys. I'd rather just watch you. Yeah. And so that way I can see exactly what you guys are doing. Cause sometimes we're like, look at this. And like, we don't think about it. Right. Cause, cause I'm like, Hey, look at this. Yeah. But the people that are listening is like, look at what? Yeah. And obviously I, I our, our views have kind of bumped up a little yeah. bit. So it's like, because people are like, well, I want to see exactly what they're talking my, about. Uh, my grandma, who's 80, Three years old in Michigan watches every one of them. She'll comment really? every now and then. God yeah. bless her heart. Yeah. Shout out, Grandma. She always she'll comment. She'll say sometimes. Is Zach okay? Zach didn't look right on that podcast or something. It's like you know she she catches every little thing. That's you know, funny. Watch every one of them. Yeah. My mom's like Grandma she, podcast. My mom's like she ser- is serious about. It. She has a list. She keeps a list of her favorite fighters. Oh, there you go. Oh, I like nice. This. She, wa- she wants to know if this these three guys we have. Aleko. Aleko Poinar, who's a guy that we sponsor, stud out of Vegas. Mitch Ramirez. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know Ray yeah. Mitch, who just fought this past weekend. Yep. Uh, and then my coach, Mina. She has her on, on there, too. Mm. She's got her, got her little list. She, nice. wants, she wants to know when they're fighting, how they do. And, yeah. so I, you, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I listen to it because if she, if she picks out... Yeah. How they how their interviews go, right? And she she really liked that Aleko kid. She was the first one. She's like, I really like that kid. Well spoken and just driven. And it's like he is like he right. get that dude. Yeah, I actually i I kind of have to. I force my not force, but I I listen because I do the clips that we put on 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 Instagram. Yeah. So as I as I as I'm listening, I'm like, oh, there's a clip right there, and I just like basically look at the time, and I'm like, oh, I'll go to that one. Yeah, so cool. That's yeah. But it's kind of it's kind of weird because we never had. I don't think we've had a lot of people that come and say, "Oh yeah, we we record and then we upload and, and then we listen to it." I yeah. think we're we just stop doing it, but I think uh, I'm one of the few that kind of keeps doing it. You I, know what I'll I mean? I'll start to do it more just because of that. Right yeah, because we're trying to, like I said, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. have a marketing guy that we brought on who's a freaking stud. Um, he's like, you guys need to get more active on social media, and we're both just like, I don't want to put this shit on. like eh. you know, TikTok. It's weird. It's whatever. weird. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the way it goes now. It yeah. really Everybody is. says that's what drives it. Yeah, you've got to be active. You even if it's a meme yeah. or uh, a little clip, you've got to always be putting something out there. You've always got to keep your podcast fresh on people's minds, right? Maybe we need some girls in bikinis and. Right. Oh God. Well, you got me. You got me. You got me. I guess. Hey, you been, you've stood on stage all bronzed up in a speedo. That's true. Yeah. Oh, there you go. On, I had shorts. They went down to my knees. I did you go blackface? I had to do the blackface. You went blackface. Yeah. Oh yeah. Blackface. Oh God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. Look at you. That is a pretty gnarly tan you have to get for those shows. Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a buddy who's who's been on the podcast, and he's he's a bodybuilder. Okay. Yeah. I says you gotta go blackface. He's like, I think I have to. I don't think I have a choice. You he explained well, that I, I will say, it makes it so much especially more when defined. The face white. Is, isn't, as, isn't as dark. The face, it, they do spray over it, but not as much as the rest yeah, of the yeah, body. Yeah. So your face is, is not technically a black face. Your body, though, you're <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty pasty white. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. And it stays on, too. For, so, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Days. Yeah, Damn. It's, it's all over. When was the last time you did it? I competed. The last time I competed was November of 2018. Okay. I went to Miami, back to Miami. Excuse me, real quick, because uh, I'm drinking a billion gallons. No, you were oh, good, yeah, man. Go ahead, dude. I go got the door locked, but go ahead and. We yeah. know you guys are on a on, a on a time budget. We won't keep you too oh, much no, longer. No, we're good. <laughs> my uh, Miami was my last my last competition, and I kind of honestly I got more hooked into MMA the last really yeah really? yeah I tore my Achilles in 2019. Was gonna go compete again, 
And then I just started looking at the, the ROI on competing and it's just like, it's not for what, you know, at right. my age, like, what am I, what am I going to get out of it at my age? Like, okay. I look great. I, you know, yay, I got a little trophy. I'm like, I'm not right. making any money off of it. <laughs> like you don't get money for winning these shows. Right. I mean, even if you, even let's just say I you have to get to, to a certain Olympia. level, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's just say I make it to the Olympia for my division. If I won my division, it's like 50 grand. What's that going to do for me? Like, yeah, I'd yeah. probably spend that in oh, supplements yeah. and gear, oh, yeah. food and coach. Like, right. it just, it's just not the, I can say it on your guys' podcast. The, the fitness community is fake. What I've learned. Okay. Like, it, there's a lot of like, hey, look at me. Like, look, look at my abs. Like, look at, yeah. look at how much I can lift. And then I start to go into these gyms, these MMA gyms. And it's just, a, it's all about respect. And it's, nobody's trying to. Hey, look what I can do. Look, I can, you know, Zach, you know, Zach can kick my ass, but he's not going around bragging to yeah, people right. to choke me out. <laughs> right. and, <you> know. <laughs> How long do you guys know each other? I know we went over this, but uh it's been probably about three years now. Okay. Maybe two years now. Because we talked about doing a podcast. Yeah, probably about three years now. Nice. We had that booth and we got to know each other talking about sports in the in, when our booths was next to each other. And then we're like, hey, let's do a podcast. And we stayed in touch. And finally one day I'm like, okay, I, I booked the room. Salt Lake Community College, we're doing it. Like we're we're just running with this, and it just just snowballed from it just there. Snowballed, huh? man, and it's right. just grown to like it is. Yeah, it's like we go a couple days without because re- we used to record Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and now we're like, holy right, shit, let's do let's do Mondays and Fridays, and let's just jam as many as we can on those days, and just let's just call it a day. But then we get to Fridays after recording, it's like, damn, so kind of want to record again, right? So, so when it comes to when it comes to the different companies per se, like the UFC or the or the uh, the Bellator, yeah, and even the locals, is there fights every week? There's there's not very many weeks out of the year that there's not some type okay. of fight that we can watch between yeah, okay. PFL, Bellator, LFA. You got one championship. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always something. Cage right? Fury. Cage Fury. Yeah, there's local promotions. Like, well, and- you have an Amazon Fire Stick. That's special. You can catch some of the events from across the nation. <laughs> there you go. I don't know about Here's that. The plug. May or may not. May or may not. Have <laughs> Allegedly. Cannot confirm nor deny, yeah. but definitely do. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, no, it, the, the little... <laughs> You have to forgive us because we both drink a lot. You know, I'm drinking a gallon, doing a gallon and a half of water, preparing my body for this weight cut. Yeah, hey, go ahead. So it's like we're. I'm surprised you know, Justin hasn't left. We we, we, yeah. we drink a lot of water, uh, but and he's just a health nut. But uh, <laughs> no, it's there. There's always fights. So what people don't understand, maybe people don't understand the business side of the UFC is when COVID happened and shows started getting canceled. They were contracted to get their baseline for per show from right. ESPN, they had to put on X amount of shows per year. Well, that was getting really tight, right. you know, with the COVID cancellation. So once they figured out how to put shows on so that they could, you know, Dana was like, yeah, we were the only ones doing it. They didn't really have a choice. Right. I mean, props right. to Dana. I'm a big Dana fan. Oh, I know a too. lot of people hate me him, too. but I, I love Dana White. I think, oh, dude. I, th- I think he's the man. And I think a lot of people just don't understand what you have to deal with being the boss, but I, 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 I respect the heck out of him and he, he, uh, but that's what people don't understand. I mean, you, I don't remember people like fight Island. There would be fights like Saturday, yep. Wednesday, yep. Saturday, right? It's because by, con- by contract with ESPN to yep. get their $500,000 per show, 
base that they get, they'd get paid by ESPN to put on a show yep. that, that they, they had to. And then it was like, cause I think there was a little stigma before it was like, well, how much is too much? Right. And then once Dana realized this, he's like, dude, people will eat this up and they will watch it every freaking weekend and get pumped every weekend to watch it. He's like, why not do it every weekend? Yeah. Like it just gets the fighter. It just, it makes them more money. It gets more fighters opportunity. You can pay fighters more. It gives the ability to, for some fighters to be more active. You know, Kevin Holland made a killing and a great brand of himself in the UFC by fighting five times last yep. year, yep. just capitalizing on opportunity. And you know, they, the people that wanted to all capitalized during COVID in MMA and with the UFC. I truly believe that when the NBA came back, they used that blueprint oh, 100%. that the UFC had, yep. you know, bubble, bubbling bubble. people up, yep. testing people, and then no audience, but still putting on a good show. Dude, it was the saving dude, grace of COVID. Dude, WWE did it. Yep. Uh, I'm, I, I don't really, ironically, I used to follow WWE. And but and then I got into MMA and now I'm just like nope but um, but they but they did <laughs> our it, producer you know? would be our having a right now he oh, is a w the wrestling man dude I grew up loving oh, my dad so my dad my parents both but my dad's like my dad hates that I fight he he, he hates it he just thinks it's super unnecessary and 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 it's just it's just not his thing I'm like dude. You raised me on WCW and WWE. <laughs> like, what did you think I was going to do, bro? Like, tables, ladders, like, and chairs, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, talk about the Maverick Center when it was the East Center. Yep. I was at the East Center when Goldberg was, you know, spearing Jack Hammering the big show and, and NWO and beating up Bret Hart and all that stuff. Like, I mean, I I grew up yeah, yeah. wanting to be the ultimate warrior, you know? So it's... I just I, mean, I just watched his... his I, was, I was Brutus Barber yeah. Beefcake. Uh, dog. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Dog. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was a Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. I was a Stone Cold Steve Austin slow. Oh, yeah. So, we were a little bit before Austin you guys. Austin yeah, 316, yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah our, all our, those guys. Our producer, he's just... That's all he breathes, sleeps, eats. So... Wrestling. What's next for the podcast? We have a lot of big things in the pipeline. I, I know actually. you said that you, you're going to start working on YouTube. Start pushing that a we're little bit more. Push, trying to grow that a little bit more. I think the point that we're at right now with the podcast is like we're seeing the potential that it could have. And what, you know, the, the more we can get from sponsors and the more views that we can get, it's just the more that we can do to help out, you know, an up and coming fighter that's maybe can't, you know, pay for a, a gym for a month right. or you know, maybe needs a little bit of help with whatever it is. We're, we, we have some ideas. Like one thing we've talked about, you know, doing, doing scholarships for, for kids that are getting bullied at school and, and having the platform, you know, be oh, a, yeah. be a, be a voice for, you know, one bullying's not cool. And two, like we're going to get those kids in some MMA gym because kids that are getting bullied, like we're, we're going to find some, some, some of those kids and, and, and get, get them connected with some gyms that will, you know, take care of them. Uh, but and and then the other side of it, like we started this with like our hashtag and our everything was you know was like this, this is for the fighters, right, like, dude? People don't understand. People, you don't understand. I'm grateful that I get to do this as a hobby and I love the sport and I love to compete and I do this. There are fighters that are trying to make this their livelihood. The conditions suck. Yeah, yeah. you know the they they don't make any money. They don't, they don't really have the guidance of, uh, on, you know, like I do pretty well for myself, but I'm an entrepreneur. You know, mm -hmm. I've started a couple businesses. I've sold a couple businesses. I've, I, I, I do my own thing. Like 
So when you talk about like being an amateur fighter, like, like I know how to get sponsorships. I know how to make deals. I know how to negotiate. I know how to market myself. I know how to do all those things. Well, 90, 95% of fighters, they don't have those skills. They don't yeah. have those abilities naturally, but they can all, they're all capable of doing it. We, we want to, we want to be those guys as Jason too, as an entrepreneur and, you know, stuff too. We want to be those guys that help them with what they can't do themselves and then point them in the direction of like, you do a, we, we want to build the, a format to be like with our platform and, and getting them out there and stuff be like, Hey, you do ABC. It's going to put some extra money in your pocket when, you know, maybe you can't fight for six months because of an injury. You're out right. for a year because of an injury. Uh, you know, I mean, gosh, how many fighters will, you know, we have a guy, a local guy, Cole Schaefer, he's just got married. He's got his first kid on the way, yeah. you know, COVID happened. Like, dude, he should be seven, eight fights into his pro career. And now what? He's only two, four two fights in the last four, you know, four into his pro career. Like that's not just, that's not just like, a, Oh, bummer. That's like a dude. You just missed a year out of your prime. Right. And like, yeah. you know, and like that could be the difference of right now. You're still fighting on local shows. Like you could be borderline. You knocking on the door of the UFC right now if he hadn't missed that time in the cage. Right. There's got to be something. There's got to be an easier path. Not easier because the pressure makes diamonds, right? Like, right. But there's got to be a way to make it a little more doable. There are, I'm convinced of this, that there are so many killers that could be contenders in the UFC and stuff like that that just never had the structure or the path to get there. If we can even help a handful of those guys of people that would have fallen off because they just didn't have any resources to get them there and we can help get them there, dude, like and we we're that, that, that's it. Trying to cover every angle from marketing to obviously nutrition. Since I've been doing nutrition, a lot of it's just been with the average person. And I started getting in, I did the Lockhart Lee thing so that I can help some of these guys with their nutrition. Cause that's a big thing too. Not oh, yeah. only, are they lacking in the in that area in the advertisement and marketing area? A lot of these guys they, they know nothing about the nutrition. Right, coaches is what coaches too, and that's not a knock on these guys. Right, they just they just don't. It's like <clears throat> hey, just cut your carbs for your fight camp. It's still and so new, kill, yeah. and they're killing ask, themselves. Ask Eric. Eric's he's like, dude, I I feel freaking amazing. I gave, gave him a meal plan, gave him some food. I'm like, bro, you have to eat. You have to feed right. the machine. Like that's that's my motto. I tell everybody, mm -hmm. feed the machine. Your body is a machine. You have to feed it. I mean, I'm cutting down from 185 to 170 for the first time and people are like are you just dying like and i'm like no oh my conversation with him every night how you feeling he's like i feel good i'm like are you eating like yeah, yeah. i'm eating did you eat carbs yeah i ate carbs like every day I'm like, <laughs> I'm, you know making sure everything yeah. is there because that, the worst thing you can do as a fighter or as a competitor mm. bodybuilder any kind of competitor is try to starve yourself to right. get to that point. Yeah. You're you're not doing your body any good. It's a Formula One car. You yeah. don't put yeah. shit fuel in exactly. it, right? That's exactly. Right. Or yeah. less fuel to make it right. lighter. But right. trying to explain that to these guys that maybe they wrestled in high school and that those are oh, the tactics yeah. that they use. Yeah. And then they get you know they get into an MMA gym and their coach is like, oh, you got to fight in eight weeks. Okay, cut out all your carbs and just eat chicken and broccoli for eight mm. weeks. Okay, you're gonna get there, right. but you're gonna look like shit. You're gonna yeah. feel like shit, and then you're gonna perform. gain all that back plus more because you've lost muscle during that eight weeks. And now you're now instead of losing that thirty pounds, now you're gonna gain back fifty, right? And you're gonna look like a freaking five I mean, pound bag of potato salad 
stuffed in a two and a half pound bag. How many fighters? He said that while he was lo- while he was looking. He at me. was looking <laughs> at me when he said <laughs> anyway, that. Anyway, what's going on? Sucking his gun. No, he wasn't flexing. He was sucking his gun in. He's <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of the beard. Wing stop. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm like, how many fighters? didn't know how to weight cut properly and have like those tools and, and resources available to them that got knocked out and lost to dudes that they should have beat if their body was just in the, it was just able to perform, you know, 10, 15, 20% better. Like how many guys aren't fighting in the appropriate weight classes because they don't know how to get to the appropriate weight class or they think I have to cut weight so I can be huge. But right. I mean, go look at the UFC. Robert Whitaker used to fight at welterweight. Wasn't great. Went up to 185. Monster. Pretty much. Bobby Poirier. Knuckles. Look at Dustin Poirier. Yeah. I mean, you know, like Charles Oliver, they go up I to mean, 155. I mean, the higher higher level you go, the more important the weight class. Too many guys are, I think we're finally seeing a little bit of a correction where guys are like, no, I just need to perform better. Like, I'll feel better. I just don't cut so much. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many guys, though, that didn't even get that chance to get to the UFC right. because they were doing things the wrong way, but thinking, <clears throat> trusting uneducated people maybe like whatever like we just want to become like that one-stop shop for fighters to be like that dude we got you like if something's not going right like we got you everybody's gonna lose an mma unless your name's khabib like <laughs> like right. no but like everybody like our boy aleko you know he he just fought a guy that you know he, i think most people would have considered him the favorite and and he was he was doing work got caught by a knee kid yeah. the kid that he fought placed a well-timed knee to his chin, got caught by a knee and, and put him out. It, stuff happens. Right. But he's going to be fine. He's right. on the right track. Yeah. We want, and, and we want to help him keep him on the right track and do what we have to do. But we also want to help those guys that, you know, maybe are losing fights they shouldn't lose. Yeah, help those guys and, and get them on that track through teaching them marketing, getting them sponsorships, helping them with things like that. With our company's resources, the networking that we've done, um, but also, you know, helping with the nutrition and helping, you know, making sure they're in the right gym, surrounded by the right people too, because that, that happens a lot too. You guys have spearheaded uh, an avenue that nobody nobody's going down that road, and nope. I, I think you guys you have the right attitude. You guys are smart. Uh, I think you guys have something really special here. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. We, you we believe in it. Yeah. It was, do you have? Now I mean to put you in a spot. You don't have to answer. Do you have like a like a uh, a timeline or, or or when you're gonna stop or stop what yeah. fighting? Fighting. Um. So I get asked this a lot. <laughs> I always tell people every fight could be my last. Right. Mm. Um. I don't know. It's for me. One, if it ever becomes not fun, okay, I'm done. Right. Like if, if fighting isn't fun. But at the end, I mean, I'm not even close to yeah. that yet. I, f- I mean, I like getting hit in the face, and I like hitting people in the face. Yeah. You know, I, I, I dig it. You're a special uh, breed, my friend. <laughs> God I bless used, you. I used to hate it. I mean, I used to hate it, but now it's like, I, I dude, I, I mean, my, my wife doesn't like to hear this, and I know a lot of people don't. Like, I want, I haven't had it yet, and I hope Justin's this guy, but, like, I want one freaking just dog fight. You know, like, Oof. like. Like Nate Diaz, Connor, like yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want a freaking dog fight, and uh, and I fucking I'll, Clay Guida, yes. fucking yeah. uh, Diego, uh, Sanchez. Diego Sanchez. <laughs> you know, like, I want to fight. I want. I, I want to be covered in blood. My blood, his blood. Like I. I want a freaking dog fight. Like there's things in that cage that I still want to experience that I haven't yet, and uh, the the you know, 
and I hope those things happen. But I do mostly just tell, tell people when I feel like I've reached my ceiling and I'm like, okay, like I'm at a level where I'm, I can't beat guys at the next level. Right. You know, or I start losing to guys that I'm like, okay, now, now, now I know where my levels, mm-hmm. my level's at. And you know, at times, like sometimes, and it's a roller coaster of emotions fighting. And sometimes I'm like, man, maybe, maybe I'm getting close, close to that. And then I, and then I go with some people, you know, I went and did some sparring rounds trying to get ready for that fight at the Maverick center. I was going down some sparring rounds with uh, Cole Schaefer and Justin Ledette and who Justin Ledette was fighting two Oh five in the UFC fought on the, his last fight for the UFC was on mm-hmm. Halloween. And I went and got sparring rounds with him and you know, like, I mean, I didn't win the rounds by any round, but I like, I, I, I helped my own, Yeah, you know? And I'm like, okay, like let's go, you know, like let, let's go. So that like, as far as fighting, like I said, I mean, Dude, this, if this fight doesn't go my way and I look at it and be like, you know what? Not only did I not win on that night, like that guy's better than me. And now I know where my ceiling is. Like, who knows? Who knows? Every fight could be my last fight, but I, I don't think I'm close yet. Nice. Have you guys, have you ever been starstruck? I mean, a fighter. Ooh, I'm not, I don't think there's any, I don't think I've met anybody that's, we did get to go meet uh, when we when we flew to uh, California. It was pretty awesome meeting Hegan Machado. I can imagine so. John Jock oh, Machado. Dude, we, went to, we went to Hegan Machado's. We went to lunch with Hegan Machado in Beverly Hills. Damn, we're in Beverly Hills, and we're <laughs> like, like at lunch. It's we're like, like we're with one of the top jujitsu guys in the world. What, legend, yeah. a real legend. legend, a legend. And then not only that, we got to meet uh, Danny Ensenado. Uh, yeah, Bruce Lee's. Yeah, one of Bruce Lee's students. Yeah, training yeah. partner and student. Yeah, we got to meet him there we're at like, that. This is pretty freaking cool, like, man. Come I, on, dog. I met, and, and a lot of people go, who? I met Dean Lister. I mean, that's... My God, man. man. And, and and he was at that Pride show, and he was... He's why I went to jujitsu. Yeah. Because he was the coolest guy. He's... His Instagram is hilarious. And his, and his, his head was a cement Can't block. Oh, it's like- <laughs> it was the biggest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. No shoulder. Yeah. His head, I swear yeah. to God, it was this long, this big ass lips, and he was the coolest guy in the yeah, world. Man. Like, I mean, you know what? Uh, Court McGee, yeah, yeah. he's a local guy. He started with my coach, Aldo, you know, up at One Hit MMA in Layton. You know, Court's from Layton. He, he started there. He showed up. He showed up at our gym and ran class one night. Wow. And he just he just showed up. He's like, what are you guys doing tonight? And we're like, whatever you tell us. To right. Do, yeah. You're freaking Court McGee. You're in the UFC. You know, you won the ultimate fighter. And and he ran us through your class. That was probably one of those ones. Like, I'm doing wrestling drills with Court McGee. And I'm wow. Like, I'm doing freaking wrestling drills with Court wow. McGee right now. Like, a a Utah wild. legend. Let alone I mean, UFC legend. But, yeah, I, mean, I mean, for here. Probably probably from here. It's him and Josh Berkman probably, right? Yeah, they're probably the, yep. two, the, the, yep. the two top dogs. And, and you know, there there's a wave coming. But. Jeremy Horn, my bad, right? But he wasn't born here, though, right? Jeremy Horn's not a born and bred. Yeah, I mean, like, Court McGee's like a, you know, he went to right. high school, he yeah. grew up here. So, I yeah. I tried to think we made it big time, and we were at the price shows, and uh, Jordan Levitt from the UFC, the Monkey King, was commentating with him. Right. So we're sitting at the table. And this little kid comes up to take a picture with Jordan Levitt. I'm like, you don't want a picture with me? You you don't know who I am? He's like, no, I don't know who you are. Uh, <laughs> He's all, are you reffing? Hey, listen, the damage plan, before we go, we do this to every single guest that comes here. And all you right. have to do it. Because the is, other side of the is, beehive, all right. it's all about finding the gay in all of us. 
So take your pants off. We need to Shut know if you guys will kiss each other. I'm just kidding. Uh, which <laughs> are your guys' man crush? Everybody's got a oh, man the crush. Rock. God Brian Johnson. Everybody says dude. the rock, dude. dude I grew up like I grew up idolizing him. I learned how to raise one eyebrow. <laughs> he did it. Like are you can't do the eyebrow. But I, mean, I can't do the eyebrow. He can't too. Probably be the guy. I, I mean, uh, if you guys come to my fight, you will hear the rock will be there. No, oh. you will hear the announcer call me the people's champ. The people's champ. Oh, we're trying to get that changed to the voice of MMA in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, that's, 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 that's what I know you by. And, and, and the coolest part about that is that's the people's how people's voice. That's how I was announced in my last fight. I didn't say like I did not give myself that nickname. They just they they gave it to me. Oh, what's nice. your nickname? What's your nickname? I don't know. I just died. The cyber bully. Coming from Facebook jail. Because like, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, uh, your opponent, uh, Justin the Lumberjack, right? The Lumberjack, yeah. Yeah, yeah lumberjack. the Lumberjack. And when yeah. I saw that interview, I'm like, he looks like a lumberjack. He does. He does. He does, he fits, he he does fits kind of fit the description I, of that. But I'm like the dad, right? Like, dude, I'm a freaking insurance agent. Father of three. I got three boys. <laughs> the insurance we agent. We there we go. We, go. Go. we tell people all the time. We're like, just look. Who would you think was the fighter out of both of us? Dude, like, it's just him. Look at it. Everybody would look and think it was me. I'm like, no. No, 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 The active Mormon boy or the tatted up? <laughs> it's, we got a shirt. We're gonna, we have the shirt being made. Don't we have? We're going to have this copyright. So oh, don't there steal we go. it. There we go. Muscles don't win fights. That's going to our new. Oh, guys, pick like the shirts it. before we get to your your uh, your crush. We got shirts. Which one? Uh, this one's mine. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And you can get those on your website. Absolutelymma.com. There you What's go. Your, so, who's your uh, man crush? I'm on uh, the Rock. I gotta go with the Rock. Really? Oh, Everybody's still with the Rock, man. That's lame. Really? You stole mine, dog. I, Dude, I mean, we have like a ten people. Who say else? The rock? What yeah, are the other people it, it's, picking? It's been the census. It's been the Rock. Okay. Um, oh, you want to hear Justin's? Yeah. Who's yours? Oh, come on, man. Putting you on the spot. Really? Yeah. You gotta tell. So him. it's changed over the years. At a time, it was <laughs> when you were a girl. Yeah, when I was a little girl. Yeah. Elton John. I will. I really. Well. Um. I really Mercury. thought it was uh, uh, Justin Timberlake. Okay, there was oh, something about you, there was JT? something about like Justin JT. Timberlake. <laughs> um, JT now, and I love this dude. I'll, 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 we pull up the search. By the way, when we do this with Brian, you oh, say the name God. and he pulls him on the screen. It's automatic. <laughs> yeah, Frank Grillo is my dude. Frank Grillo. What? Who's Frank that? Grillo. I'm so just so you know. Do you remember Kingdom? Oh yeah! You ever watch Kingdom? Yeah, yeah. He was Kingdom. the the owner of the gym. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Frank okay. Grillo. Yeah. yeah. So here here's you, you, you're gonna hate me for this. Um, I don't I don't follow anything <laughs> other than I don't MMA. either. I don't like, either. I don't know actors. I don't know music. I don't. He only knows his crush. My so. playlist is like my same playlist from high school. All right. Like I hear you. You know, like I I I because I people are like what do you listen to? Podcasts. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasts. Right. I do I do watch Alone. Do you guys watch Alone? Uh-uh. You don't watch alone. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. They drop off ten people right now. They're in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've British seen Columbia it, but I've never right watched now. it. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, yeah, and they, yeah, they, they yeah, got to survive. They got to survive. Yeah, yeah. They got to record themselves. <laughs> Mine is uh, Brad Pitt. I'm a Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt kind of guy. Call. Strong, strong yeah, move. Right. I don't think you can go wrong with any of those. Exactly. You can't go wrong with Freddie Mercury either. You see, yeah. Freddie Mercury. I love Freddie Mercury. July thirty first. Yeah. Um, Union Event Center. Right. Do you have tickets? I, I have general admission tickets left only. All the VIP tickets are sold out. And, okay. and from what I understand from talking to most fighters, that, that I don't I don't think there's there, there might be a, so there might be a couple a left. We, we know how this works. 
you support a fighter. Yes. So if you're going to go buy tickets, buy it from a fighter. Don't go buy tickets cut, at the door, right? So just so people know, as amateur fighters, people are like, do you make money? We don't make money to fight, but the promotions still fist and like most promotions are good enough to us to say, go out and sell the tickets, yeah. promote yourself, and give us a cut of our ticket sales. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's how we make a little bit of scratch on top of our sponsorship. Cool. Uh, it, you know, we, we sell our tickets. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I even tell people, I'm like, I don't care if you buy them from me. Just just buy them from a fighter. Right. Like, hit up right. a fighter on their social media. Look up the card. Still Fist uh, Fight Night on Facebook or on Instagram. Look up all the pictures. Find a fighter that looks cute or get in touch with your gay it's side your or whatever. picture on Facebook behind he bars. He pointed to me and when he said your gay side. No, I, I, I put it in your podcast. He said, oh, the other yeah. side of the eyes. It's your yeah. picture yeah. on Facebook yeah. behind yeah. bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You hey. know, but just hit up a fighter and get tickets from them. And if, you that, can't, if you can't make it to this fight, Blitz TV, B L I T Z Z dot TV, and you can get the pay per view. Perfect. Damage Podcast. What can people find you? Damage Plan MMA Podcast. We're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. You name it. Anywhere, you, anywhere you can find a, a. Go subscribe to our YouTube. Please. Yes. Go subscribe to our YouTube. <laughs> Damage Plan MMA Podcast on YouTube. If you guys have anything ever going on you want us to promote, please let us know. Yeah. Thank you. You guys we'll need blast to come on the our shit out of us. We love yeah. you. I, you I don't know, know what I, I'll I do. I talk to but... Dalton. I'm like. I want to be on their podcast. She's like, oh, I know those guys. I'd love to have them on. I'm like, well, yeah. (laughs) So, no, thank you guys for coming. We appreciate it. It was a blast. Thanks for having us. It was awesome. You want to tell what people find you or not? Uh, The Facebook, I'm not in jail. J underscore Sim 68. The other side of the beehive, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all the jazz. You can find me on Angel Severa on Facebook and Angel Severa on Instagram. And I do this segment on U92 website when I speak. I try to teach Dre Spanish in a segment <laughs> called No Hablo Dre Español. Uh, follow us there. And uh, is that it, guys? Anything else you want to say? Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for, again, guys. Thanks for Thank coming. You. Until, guys. Until, guys. Okay. Guys, until next time, take care of yourselves out there. We will see you on the other side of the beehive. Peace.